Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. <laughs> yeah! is all black. Black time. Yeah, well, this, this one's going to be good. Ladies and gentlemen... Let me start tonight's show in the magical words of dream it, believe it, become it. Well, guys, come, come on up. Right I want you to realize this part here, yeah? It is very <laughs> easy, Tundi, yeah, to be critical when you're on the other side. But until you walk in a man's shoes, shut your mouth. <laughs> Don't talk, just keep your mouth. And what I've noticed is this there's a lot of fraudulent people in boxing, Dundee. Yeah? Come on. That go with a general consensus, yeah? Knowing that you're only speaking to a particular demographic. But when you're talking to the real demographic who actually study, and appreciate and honor this sport. Mm. You realize exactly what is going on. Big up Steve Bailey, yeah, man. Big up Colby Cuts. Um, but like Tundi knows the drill. But like I'm saying to you, now I'm not going around about and all the rest of it. I'm not gonna. I have to touch on, and I want man to realize this part here. Because there were certain people who were just hurry come ups in boxing, right? I can't call your name because my name's up here, so I'm not calling your name. But you managed to infiltrate my frequency, yeah? You managed to, right? And the only reason why you managed to is because people who can infiltrate my frequency sent me the nonsense that was spewed out of certain people's mouths or the disregard that people tried to put on Tundi Ajayi and Anthony Yard after his gala performance, which was voted by ESPN as the fight of the year. Mm. And, and, and before you go no, ahead... Look, I'm, not, I'm not finished on my rent, Tundi. Now, sorry, 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 now, Tundi Ajayi, now, you can talk sorry. about this part here. I want to understand this part here. What we saw yesterday was that Remotely close to a fight of the year. It wasn't even a contest, in my opinion. Okay, so in the famous words of the late great Reg Gutters, was it like a one-sided, as one-sided as a lynching? <laughs> bro, bro, what year was that? Let Reg Gutcher can't come with them lies no more. You can't yeah, say that on TV no more. <laughs> listen, I don't business. Reg Reg are good people, right? So. I'm saying this, for all of these men who were trying to look, having a barometer of looking at Anthony <laughs> Yard's gallant display this time last year, right? Trying to say 
Callum Smith. Let me tell you this. Callum Smith, personally, is a very likable human being. Mm. I'm going to tell you now how it goes. You know what? Matter of fact, I'm going to be real. Big up Bobby Wright. Thank you so much for the 499. Louder, Spencer, tell them. I don't want Tundi to talk because usually Tundi starts the narrative and, the, and I'll just sit down and listen and add my bits. But today, I'm telling you this. Callum Smith was a very, very good amateur, won many titles, right? Was even on the England spot, right? Callum Smith comes from a lineage of a fighting family. I know all of the Smith brothers very well, right? And a matter of fact, even though Paul's been the one that's been running off his mouth on Tun, and I'm not backing that, me, me and Paul are cool, we're all right. But what I am saying is this. You requested for Anthony Yard to find a new trainer. Come on, Smith. Talk the thing. But Anthony Yard, with his shiny face, cocoa butter sponsored, white teeth bleached out trainer from Peck Nam, right? Come on, it. Put in a far more gallant display and performance against this hellacious puncher, which he is, because this man. Every fight that he's had has ended in a KO, has ended in a stoppage. Every fight. Now, box wreck. How could you have put this brother, Callum Smith, when he just entered into the light heavyweight division, did not box as a light heavyweight, and put him above Joshua Boatsy, Dan Aziz, Anthony Yard, even Craig Richards, as a matter of fact? How could he be above those guys? Can somebody please tell me? And it's not me having a goal. I'm just trying to say, like, I don't like certain demographics trying to influence other demographics, right, on biasness. We heard everybody. I heard when certain man was saying, no, yeah, I think he's going to do it, you know. I think he's going to do him. I had an interview after Big Up My Guy Bull from uh, Boxing King Media. He turned around and said to me on an interview, and I was surprised because Tony said, yeah, I watched the video. I said, well, you watch the videos? Tony said, yeah, man, you don't watch my videos. I don't watch no one's videos. Right? <laughs> I'm going to be real. I don't, I don't, I don't. You know what I mean? Right? So he goes, oh, but Eddie Hearn and Paul Smith said um, that he's going to win and it's going to end in a KO. Hold up a second. Eddie Hearn is Callum Smith's promoter. He's meant to say that. To promote something is to elevate it in rhetoric. You're meant to do that. My brother, right? My biological brother is fighting for the world championship. And Paul Smith, is, Paul Smith was in his corner. Now, this is the thing. If Paul Smith was kind of showing some respect in reverence to what Anthony Yard has done, maybe the brother could have taken this fight a little bit more serious. But maybe there's looking at how if Yard could have done that, not realizing that Yard is a special talent. And he hasn't even come to himself yet. He hasn't even found himself yet. And people say, what are you talking about? I know boxing, bro. Don't talk to me on this thing. Don't talk to me on this thing. So that's all I've got to say. I've spoken for nearly seven minutes. So therefore, that is all I've got to say. Right? Don't watch 
A next man's garden, cultivate your own, because the grass is never greener. The only patch that is greener is the one that you water, plant, and cultivate yourself. That's the end of my talk. You can take it away now, Tony. And I think I'm justified in drinking something today. Man's getting a standing ovation. Oh, tight. Uh, Nidra Gupta. Thank you for the four ninety nine. Tell Spencer Yard got Arthur's testosterone levels all messed up since their fight. Man was shook. Big up both of you. Best in the game, tons and the knowledge. Thank you. First and foremost, before I say my piece, um, let me just say a big shout out to those that have joined us thus far. Uh, big up Johnny Gaffer. Ryan Marango, Kurt Campbell, Sylvester Cerrone, AAV Develops, Wilmo Fire, Bernard Kodea, Joe Barrow, uh, Gavin, Chrissy, Blue, uh, I saw her earlier, but big up Chris123 as well, Samo, Nathan Bailey, Jamie, O-Type, Professional Boxing, uh, JME Professional Boxing, Guzzy, too much, too many to mention. James Morrison, John, and what do we have here? Thank you, Rain for the Rain seventy one for the two pound. Bad man, I got kill them. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, what's this? Uh, envies, I uh, got mad them. Envious, I got mad them. All right. Mum always told me at this time. Wait, 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 people. Sorry, sorry. Mummy, mummy, I will phone you back here. Yeah? I phone you back here. Yeah? I'll phone you back, mommy. Okay, uh, bye bye. <laughs> My mom always shoots the phone live on the show, you know. Big up Rain 71 for the two pan. He said, Bad man, I got kill them and envy, I got mad them. Um, anyway, uh, I think I've, 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 there's so many people online. Currently, we have close to 300 people live watching the show on a Sunday in this post fight. Uh, but firstly, let me say, very gallant effort um, by. Callum Smith, very gallant. You know, it takes a lot of kahunas and minerals to go over to a next man's backyard, much like what we did when we went to Russia um, and fight a formidable champion who seemingly seems to be getting better. So I credit Callum for that. I don't really, you know me, Spence, I'm not, listen, when a man's up, I'm not going to kick him. Yeah, through envy and hate and jealousy, which enough of these boys, and I'm gonna say it, Paul Smith. I don't forget when you said we don't need people like Tunde Ajayi in the game. See, <laughs> I, I don't forget these things, totally. <laughs> but not once, but not once have I chosen to use any type of platform to disrespect you, your family, or anything because even your father, Paul Smith Sr. He even commented on my, my post before. And I, I got me, I've got respect. I'm just that kind of person. I, I respect, especially when, the, the, you know, the parents are involved in that. And I think maybe this morning, maybe you might have to reassess what he has said about me in the past and how, I, how he views me as a trainer, what have you, because it's all love with me. <laughs> That's the thing about me. You can keep saying what you're saying negatively. I'm going to still keep on working. So I'm not going to use this platform to disrespect um, Paul uh, Callum Smith, because from what I can see, even though me and him have never spoke, I've only met him at the Boxing Awards once years ago, and we didn't even talk. I think I might have said hello, but he seems to be a very level-headed young man, and obviously an ambitious man. 
He's a and nice youth, man. He's a nice youth. Yeah, ambitious, man. Liam, I remember Liam in 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 in, in tech, uh, Dallas when we fought under Canelo undercard and he fought um, Canelo Alvarez. So Liam is cool as well. Stephen Smith, ooh, I, I, you know, I remember Steve when Cash fought Stephen. Remember that Cash fought Stephen in the ABA final. Uh, so I know the family. So it was very strange of for me to hear Paul Smith uh, saying things about me. So yeah, I'm not going to kick a man when he's up, and I certainly wouldn't kick him when he's down. In terms of the performance, let me just move to the main man, Mister Arthur Betterbeam, bro. Bam, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> this guy was on smoke. And I recorded the first 18 seconds of the fight. These men are lucky I wasn't doing commentary because everyone would have switched off the commentary last night from Sky and tuned into the fighters, right? It's only that Spencer was up in Sheffield doing his thing. <laughs> but let me just go through the first 18 seconds of this fight. Ding, ding. Lee left hook. Faint. Right hook. This is all Arthur Betiam. In, 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 in a stat, Spencer. In the first 18 seconds, he threw 18 punches. Lead left hook. No, wait. Ding, ding. Lead left hook. Faint. Right hook to the body. Slip. Callum's jab. Double jab. Right hand. Left hook. Left hook. Right hook. Left hook. Right hook. Jab. Right hook. Left hook. Left hook. Right hook. Left hook. Right hook. And a left hook again. Before Callum even threw a shot. 18 punches in 18 seconds. And if you don't believe me, and if you think I'm just just spewing some nonsense, go back and watch the fight. I'll say it again. <laughs> you got to fight on it. You got to fight on it. Man just set me take. Everyone go watch it again. First 18 seconds. Man just set me take. Listen, listen. <laughs> Wait, Spencer. Instead. <laughs> go on, go on. Um, um, man just sent a post, and I'm not, you know what? Because I don't want this about this ain't the Paul Smith show, and it's not me just digging out Paul Smith, but yeah, man just sent me this. We've gone past that, we get we've gone past that. We don't forget them, man. There, we're not, we're not right, even talking right. about that. Forget that. Listen, we, we already said we're not, in, we're not, you know, this is, we're not, this is not a show to criticize people, especially when they're down. I know how it feels when you know, saying, I'll be honest with you, when I watched the fight, yeah, when I watched the fight, and I saw Liam, the family, the dad. You know, consoling um 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 Callum that touched me, bro. Because more than anything, more than a fan, I'm a human being. And when you see, when you got a, a fighter that's got family around him that's supported, that want them to win and don't want them to get hurt, me, those kind of things touch me. It's not to do with sentimental. It's just that it's boxing, it's entertainment. So again, lead left hook, faint right up to the body, slip Callum's jab. Double jab, right and left hook, left hook, right hook, left hook, right hook, jab, right hook, left hook, left hook, right hook, left hook, right hook, left hook. Spence, this guy, Arthur Betterbeer, came for total domination. There was no feeling out. It was an 18-foot ring, which surprised many. Uh, and I, I'm not, I, I don't know why it was such a surprise, because those things are contractual. You're supposed to know. You, you know, it's not supposed to be a shock. You're supposed to know. And we and they probably didn't know. I don't know. But it, it, I mean, they chose to leave it to the last minute to, to, to make everyone know about it. But, but the performance in itself was stellar. It was stellar. And I feel that Callum done the best he can. Uh, but it, there really was no contest, Spencer. It wasn't a back and forth. 
it was just a total dominating performance by a very dominating champion. Spenny Rankin. So, like I said, Big Up Boxing King Media. Uh, you come out last night as well. Big Up Tun. That Betabiev, Baturbiev, you know what I mean? Badamanok Turvi, whatever you want to call him. Betabiev. <laughs> Tundi, like, he is a monster. Right? And TP knows he just sent me the thing, right? It What's was, that? he just sent, like, on, on the, from way back when man was calling you a fool from two, I'll call you a fool from 2012. And and this yeah, and that, all the rest of it. Now, nah, right. And you gotta think, from 2012, you've been nine years in as a trainer. Hmm. Hmm. Right. Do you know what I'm trying to say to you? So, like I'm saying, when man get, when man get punch up, man get punch up. It's just the game, innit? Right? Um, yeah, go. Well, right, it's, it's the game. It's the game. But, the thing about it is this, is how people completely U-turn now. Now, all of a sudden, the man's invincible. Now, all of a sudden, he's, he's superhuman. Do you understand? Yeah. Oh, oh. Now, um, I, I mean, listen, there's so much really we could say, or really I could go on about. I'd rather, I'd rather leave it to the people, but objective incision. Thank you for the £10. It's thank safe you, to say, Thank you, sir. Thank you. It's safe to say Arthur was... Unbetter bed by Callum Hype. And I said it in the gym. The people that are hyping up this fight and this catch counter business and that Callum's got all this kind of power, I said they were from the UK. Because people on the world scene weren't talking like that, Spencer. Mm. People on the world scene weren't talking about that. And going back to the point of putting Callum above the other British fighters when he had only had two fights at the under light heavyweight division. I, I, I never understood that myself. And I'm like, you need to challenge yourself first against at least the champions to be rated uh, above them. But, you know, it is what it is. I, I want to see what the, 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 the ratings will be tomorrow. That's what, I want. That's what I'm waiting to see and see where they rate, man. But in terms of, right, let's talk about Callum first. Um, as I've already said, it was a gallant effort. And um, listen, to be the best, you gotta you gotta at least challenge the best, face the best, and he did that. He's done that twice. Um, unfortunately, he's come up short twice against once against Canelo and once against Betabiev. And you know, these are stages that I feel that every professional wants to get Don, to. So Don, he came up, he came up short against John Ryder. Let's call it as it is. Well, he got the decision. I, I, I hear that. They don't mean nothing. They don't mean nothing to me. I don't. So he got the decision, and that's not me knocking him. I just think maybe he peaked a few years prior. You know what I mean? Bro, I'm on live. I'm on live. Go on YouTube. <laughs> Go on YouTube. I'm on live. Right? <laughs> you know maybe, maybe, maybe he peaked prior. Maybe the night where he peaked was the night when he beat George Groves. Because that was an incredible win. That was a catch count. I'm thinking off through the left hook. That was perfect demonstration of boxing. Right? That was... But maybe he's been too big at the weight and been dragging his body down. He's a big, he's a big huge, man. You know what I mean, he's a big huge. I've been, I remember being on holiday and, and 
being out with him for New Year's. Him and his family, we party for New Year's, like, and my family. So I don't, he's bigger than me. But what I'm trying to say is this, people are running with a narrative because of certain ill feelings towards you. And yeah, not, I mean, listen, this is everyone. Listen, I don't business, right? No, but I, Spence, I'm, this is what I'm saying. I don't know where this has come from. And you know what? Probably if I was a lesser secure man, I would start just pulling the race card. I'd start pulling the race card, man. But I don't believe that. I just believe there's good people and there's bad people. There's Simple. evil people. Simple. And, Simple. and I'm like, I'm like, so because I'm like, you know, when usually when you've got some kind of disdain or hate for someone, usually it's because maybe you, you've come up with them or you know, but I'm like, bro, where you don't even know me. You don't even know me. So where, where's this thing come from? Like, how do, how, how do you say that you don't want someone in boxing that has came from a certain area, a demographic, chosen to not go a particular route, the same route, you know, people are on television saying we don't want kids uh, to be doing that and stabbing and selling drugs and everything like that. Then this, this brother, a young man at the time, is working hard. Like, where does this hate come from? And I think more than anything... More than anything, more than anything, I think this is, you know, a young boy said to a young fighter, he just started boxing, said to me the other day, unks, you know, everyone's saying, everyone's telling him that he ain't got no hope to be a boxer and and that he should pack it in. I said to him, young man, you're on the right, you're on the right path. The reason why most people try to distract you from any mission or goal you have in life is because they ain't got one. So, young man, you keep doing what you're doing and don't worry about the hate. Use their hate as motivation. And this is why when people like this say things, negative things, man, I'm like, bro, I'm working. You carry on talking. I'm working. And so that's all I say, all I have to say about these kind of individuals that choose to, to, to point people out that are trying to be an example to themselves first and to others that come from areas where there ain't too many stars. Going back to the fight, what next for Arthur Betterbeam? Um, they said that the thingy fight has been signed, isn't it? So it's so I'm signed by who? Him and Bivol, yeah. It's been signed to happen in Saudi Arabia. But he had so to win the fight. From, from, what I heard from, Eddie, from what I heard from Eddie, Bivol has signed. Okay. His part. Um, Mark Ramsey last night and Betabiev said post fight, Betabiev said he wants to fight 100%. That's the fight. But, you know, there's always excuses, excuses, excuses. He's been trying to get the fight for a few years, four years. He wants that fight. Um, so let's hope that there's no stumbling block. block. Let's hope that Turkey, our Sheikh, can work his magic. Let's hope that Frank Warren, George Warren, and I don't know why people's going on like George, like 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 um, Francis Warren ain't in the mix. <laughs> Big up Francis. Let's hope that the boys can get themselves together, and let's see this undisputed fight. Um, and if not, there's a lot of interesting matchups out there, Spencer. But who, who? This is what I'm trying to say. This is why I can't disrespect Callum Smith. Because let's not forget, Joshua Bawatsi was offered. 
Bivol. He turned it down. Better be him. Dan Aziz was offered, from what I understand, even though Dan is my man, Bivol. They turned it down for this fight. So I'm like, we can't really disrespect Callum Smith and people like AY, Anthony Yard, because these guys are stepping up to the plate. Tundi, no one's, right. not, no, one, no, one, no one's not disrespecting them, man. Eh? No, one's not no, 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 I'm not disrespecting. We're not disrespecting. Right, right. I'm just saying, like, yeah, you stepped up to the plate. I wasn't sitting there waiting because I was saying, like, <clears throat> Tundi, big up ready for the fire pound. Remember Tundi. The devil will always wait for you to go on the straight path. <laughs> That's facts. That's right? facts. That's facts. Right. Like I said, I'm not here to... Um, it is what it is. You know what I, mean? I mean, listen. Again, it, is, it is what it is. Let's not come with this excuse. <clears throat> excuses, excuses. The thing what... I'll be honest with you. The thing that kind of cheese me off here... When we fought him, he's this, he's that, he's this. Now, you're trying to discredit the man. Call the man a drugs cheat. There's all excuses coming out. You know what, right. the media just put that up. They said, yeah, I bet you, as soon as my man got the win, now it's because of the drugs. Who said that? That's what's been going around. They're, they're complaining about the drugs thing now. Saying, yeah. Oh, yeah, come on, man. So now he's not human. Hold on. So hold on. So now better be a bit human. So what? So so this is not the same better be from 12 months ago. Is that what you're saying? Is that what they're yeah. saying? Yeah, when he's older. When he's older. I just like, come on, man. The, you know, I've and it's not that. You know, I feel people have given, you know, people have looked at the, the, the AY performance and don't get this twisted. Man's not sitting here happy that we were defeated by better. We're looking to go back in there. Or AY is looking to go back in there and right that wrong. So mm -hmm. we're not happy that we put on a better performance. No. We're just saying that a young man that had 12 amateur fights is not waiting to the end of his career to fight elite Hall of Fame champions. He's done it still at the beginning of his career. Mm -hmm. AY has not even been a professional. AY has not even been a professional 10 years, Spencer. And some of these guys who have got this amateur pedigree, all these, some of these guys who speak about, oh yeah, well, you know, uh, 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 he ain't fighting no one. And then when he gets to the top level, he loses. Hold on. So what are you going to say now? <laughs> what are you going to say now? You man, you got to the top, you got to that level. You had your hard your learning fights. You've got your big, big trainer from America. That's, this is this is sometimes what cheeses me off. And it ain't necessarily about Callum. It's like people have to understand that. Don't get fooled by this, these narratives that you're reading online. I know that people are in certain positions for a reason. Callum Smith's there for a reason. AY's there for a reason. Mm. Better be is there for a reason. So don't get fooled. And I feel I feel that that is the, the, the key of this. You know, Anthony Yard is still, still going to put on exciting fights and we are still going to challenge for world titles and inevitably win them. Uh, we do want to see Better be and be Bivol. What is your take on that fight if it 
were to take place, obviously we think it will take place, but what is your take so far? I've already heard Dave Coldwell and many others. I was going to ring Dave and ask Dave to come on the show. Now, all of a sudden, you might have met me your fans. But, but the other day, you was waxing lyrical that Bivol's this greatest fighter in the, on the planet because, because apparently if AY was able to do that against Betabiev, uh, he's got no chance against Dimitri Bivol. And now you're all changing your mind. Stan Jones, I, 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 I message you directly because you, you mentioned Anthony Yard's name. And I said, hold on, one minute, one minute, you're saying uh, better be have looked old and his performance looked rusty against um, Anthony Yard. And I stopped you. I said, it's because who better be able was in the ring with. Don't try to discredit our man to make another man look good. All you lot was talking about catch counters, this, that, catch counter, uh, it's going to do this, it's going to do that. And now you're all coming on the next day on social media, on Twitter and all of that, saying that better be is the greatest thing since fast spread. Mm. Because you, you, you man can't stick to your words. You, you man ain't, you, you're not men of substance. You're not men of, you're not men of substance. You change like the wind. You ain't no promoters. You ain't no promoters. Promoters are allowed to say what they want. Promoters are allowed to say what they want because they're there to do the job. Promote the fight, sell the fight. Um, but And I don't really get into any people's business, but when you talk about Anthony Yard, when you talk about Joel Kodua, when you talk about the people that I represent, and you're, you're saying these things, and I'm just keeping quiet, I'm like, ah, cool. Cool. Just say what you're saying. Say what you're saying because the time will come there on the table. Um, but yeah, you had your rant. That was my rant. That was my rant. But I just feel that it wasn't really a competitive fight. I don't know what's next for Callum. I still personally believe Callum Smith is a good fighter. And um, I would like to see him back. You know, you know, it's that thing, it's just it's just levels and, and, and sometimes you know, no matter how confident you've got, no matter how much of a game plan you've got. And let me just make this clear. Switching trainer does not always mean, most times, most times, it's not the key to everything. You know, uh, and you can have this world, so-called world-class trainer, but the proof is in the pudding. The proof is in the pudding. I may have went to... Um, Freddie Roach. I mean, went through um, uh, Bo Mack. I'm, uh, so many have done it, you know, and uh, I've and never really seen the improvement. I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. Um, but that is what it is. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, the management team of this next young man has been messaging me, sending me videos all week at the announcement of this fighter. Some of you may not be familiar with him, but this guy, can, he can box. He a great boxer. <laughs> Live from the USA, ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce you the one, the only, Mr. Kevin Farmer. <laughs> well gone, bro. How you doing, what my up? man? What up, what up, man? How you doing? <laughs> How you doing, bro? I'm good, bro. Good to see you, my man. Good to see you. 
Spencer, fire away the questions. All right, all right, all right. How you doing? We're blessed, Tevin. You know, you know, you was away for a hot minute. You're now back. I mean, you fought last year. Um, you know I mean, since losing your super weight world title, I know there's a couple of guys that you're looking to go to to try and jump back in. You just signed a new deal with uh, Chris Nova. Eubank Junior's Chris Eubank Junior's promotional team. Yeah, Nova, right? Nova. Nova. Yeah, Nova. Yeah, with Nova. Uh, Napper and their man there. What the fights you looking to get? I ain't no long talk. What's the fights you looking to have, bro? Um, so I, I definitely want to come to the UK. You know, that, that's that's they've been a dream of mine for a long time to come over there and fight over there. So you know, obviously, I gotta go with um, Josh Warrington. Um, I know he's over there. He's got all range over there. Um, hell of a fight. So definitely want. And another another one. Um, hey, your fault. It's a bit crackly, isn't it? Hold on. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, yes, we can sir. hear you right now. That's that sounds yeah. a lot better. Josh Warrington, Kid Galahad. Okay. I think I pronounced the name right. Right. Josh Warrington. Yep. Yeah. Kid Galahad. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so them two right what, there. Where have you been? You know, we haven't seen you for a hot minute, Tevin. Uh, a lot of people were interested to know. I remember that, I think there was a fight muted with you and Mickey Bay a while back. Yeah. In Nigeria. Yeah. yeah that fight is what they happened a few times, but um, it is. promoters, uh, promoters, promotional issues. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But the people that were supposed to do the show. Obviously, you've been keeping a keen eye on, on the division. What, I mean, how, how, realistically, how long do you see, do you so, see yourself getting maybe a couple of, you know, warm up fights and going straight into a big fight? Or do you just want to jump straight back in there? Because obviously, you're a former champion and, you know, well, you I, may not. Last year, I had two fights last year. So, I mean, it, yes. ain't, it ain't that much warming up to do. Um, I've been I've been at this level for a long time. I don't really see too much warming up. Spence, I mean, look before before you go there, Spence. I mean, look, we got Josh Warren, we got Kid Gallagher, we got Gary Russell Jr., Jamal Herring is coming back, Joe Cordina, and also Lee Wood. Yeah, uh, out of those guys, who would you say you would want to fight the most? Um, obviously Joe Cordina, obviously right. Oh wow! Yeah, that'd be a good fight still. Coming up, so we gonna X him out um, until after the fight because he he's not available right now. Um, to be honest, I would probably say Josh Warrington. Mm. I wouldn't fight all of them dudes to be honest. I I really do, but I think I think I think um, Scott Lacey, um, Josh Warrington and myself. I think we'll make a great fight, and um, the stadium we will be packed. Yes, sir. I want to ask you this: Like, I remember your fight when you defended your world title against Jojo Diaz, and you came in second best. Like, I would have never imagined in a million years of Jojo Diaz getting a win over you. What? What went wrong there? Um, a lot went wrong. Um, um, weight cuts and stuff. Well, and. 
it's crazy because I've been cutting weight wrong for the past since I've been the world champion, and I never, I, I never really, <laughs> really knew that I was cutting weight wrong. I've been doing it like that for so long. Um, once, once, once I lost, and that's one of the reasons why I took so long to come back because of um, you know, doing a lot of research on cutting weight and going to going to different doctors and stuff like that. And it's crazy because every world championship I had, right, um, I come home after a fight, even after a good win. And for the world, people were like, yo, this dude looks amazing. But I always come home and tell my girl, like, yo, I feel like shit. Like, mm. I feel like Every time, I'm like, I feel like shit. But I never knew what it was. Never knew what it was. I'm like, yo, why do I feel? And the reason why I know I feel like shit because – what I do is how I'm sparring, it never translated over to the ring, even though y'all may see a different point because y'all, 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 so, but I know, um, I, I be, I hurt people in the gym, everything. I be like elite fight. I be, I be kicking the head. I get to a fight and, and I don't feel, I don't feel, I feel like something is taking off. Like I don't have no steam. It's like, I'm just going through emotions. Um, that's, and I figured it out when I lost, and I think that was his big. That's one of the biggest blessings that ever happened because I had to lose to figure out what what, what I was doing wrong. And now, um, I got it down back. I got the team behind me to help me with it. And I think this time around, the second second part of my career, y'all gonna see a big, a difference in in, in me. Something that I've been wanting to show for so long, but I just didn't pinpoint what the hell was was wrong. And it took me to lose, so it's, 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 I think it's one of the biggest blessings they had because I would have hated to get to a big fight and feel the same way. That's so interesting what you said because I, I mean I remember speaking to um, uh, Errol Spence and him te- the way he used to make year, uh, weight for years, and it, it's it's like it's it's quite prevalent amongst professional fighters. Still, fighters are are, are cutting weight the wrong way. Yeah, and. Uh, you know, nowadays with nutritionists and, and stuff like that, that really shouldn't be happening. You know, you should get some advice, but there's a big difference, you know, sometimes, and it's been happening for years. You see, in the gym, you're looking like Sugar Ray Leonard. Come fight night, you're looking like Sugar Ray Rita. Yo, <laughs> you know, you're, like, you're like sugar diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> he understands, so so that's that's very interesting. No, that, it's um, real, man, it's real. It's real, and it's crazy because even my two comeback fights, right? I fought one, I fought Avery Sparrow. My timing was a little off. My defense was still good. Everything I I, I dropped him, right? Mm. Then, but I, I couldn't finish him. But I, I, my timing was all over the place, and he could fight. I'll be honest, that, that Avery could fight. And then I come back my next fight after that, and then and then, and then I knocked this dude out with one, one punch. Mm. Mm. It was like all right. So it's the, the weight that the, the, the the weight cuts is definitely perfected now, and it's going to be a lot. It's going to be. I'm thinking a lot of noise coming this time around. Okay, moving on. You know, um, I don't know whether you watched it, but in the earliest early hours of this morning in the UK, uh, we witnessed the fight between Arthur Betabia versus Callum Smith. I don't know whether you saw that. No. Uh, what your thought? You never watched that fight? No. <laughs> That's a great fight. I know a lot of Americans they're not tuning in, but it was a great. Uh, unification fight um, that happened early hours of the morning. Spence, I'll leave with you before we we, we ask Kevin to. Yeah. So you're saying that you can still make the weight comfortably? Yeah, no. Well, 
So it wasn't it's me making the weight or not making it. It was just the way I it was, I was killing myself. Um, like I don't want I I I I, I tell y'all off air, but yeah, I was killing myself. All right, okay. So, so what? This one is this. So, what are you doing differently? You said you're killing yourself to make the weight and all that. I hear that, right? But you're still going to be fighting at that same weight. Yeah. So, but it wasn't the way I was. The way I was getting down there was was just horrible. I can tell you off air, but I'm not going. All, right, all right, cool, cool. I respect respect for that, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, are you watching any of the? Are you watching any of the up and coming fighters? Or are you just yeah. on a certain level whereby you're only focusing on the top the top dogs? Um, yeah, I'm not really worried about the young the, the up and coming fighters. They, they they got a lot to prove. Um, um, if I can't benefit off of you, then there's no point in even talking because at the end of the day, um, it's how boxing go. You gotta you you gotta make a mark first. Like I had to make a mark, and that's just how it goes. It's part of the game. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Spence. I'd like to know, yeah, I'd like to know, like, you base your style, because, like, when you when you first out, I remember, and I'm, I'm going back a few years ago, and I think it was, it was a very famous um, um, house DJ called um, Jumping Jack Frost, and he he was he he was saying, like, yeah, have you seen Tevin Farmer? This guy's going to blow. He, he was saying it's from ages. I remember this. And I mean, I watched a couple of your fights. And saying like, yeah, you, you was doing a lot of. You reminded me a lot of Pernell Whitaker. Did you, was that was that the guy that you used to study a lot? No, I, I, I honestly I didn't. For real? Like, I, I started boxing at like eighteen, nineteen years old. So I ain't know nothing about. I ain't know nothing about these fighters. I ain't know nothing about nobody. I just the reason why I really started watching Pernell is because everybody kept saying you fight like him, and I that's not really. <laughs> Like checking them out, like damn. I'm like, okay, we do. But besides that, no. Nah, prior to that, no. Nah. Like I only had 16 amateur fights. This is not like I, I I wasn't born into the sport. Like it's not like I wasn't doing this for years. Like I wasn't born into the sport to where though I had to do it. It was something that I picked up late, just out of the, on the humbug. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because there is there is that mad similarity between you and Pernell Wicker. It's crazy. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. <laughs> crazy. I don't know how, but it's it's, it's crazy. So what what fights do you what, what fighters did you watch? You know, you said you only you only had like six in the amateur fights and that. What fighters did you watch or did you study to kind none. of it was none? Just, none. It was just I just only time I watched boxing before was like if I was having a fight party and I would go there and watch a fight. I would. It, these dudes was born into, into the sport. A lot of people was born to the sport. They got 100 and 200 amateur fights, and it's just what they do. This is something that came along. Like, I, I didn't. I just it, I just picked it up late. Mm. I think that makes your achievements even more um, spectacular, you know, becoming a world champion, not really having that that background. And um, it just... Shows a uh, you know you obviously was a I, that's student. why that's why I got my four losses in, in, the, in my career I was learning as I was going I ain't know I ain't know I ain't know about the sport I ain't know nothing I was just I ain't know you had to groom a fighter to a certain point I ain't know I just got jumped in the sport and just thought it was just fighting and I was I ain't know I was just I learned by the time I got my fourth loss that's when I really figured it out like damn this is how you supposed to do it so mm. I ain't order or nothing. 
Yeah, I think, I mean, uh, even that, even that, even that story there, I think really will give a lot of people hope who probably feel they have to go a certain route to become a boxer. You know, many people or many fighters, I can speak for one that I'm close to or two that I'm close to, same like yourself, only had 12 amateur fights and, and you know, are doing big things in boxing. And I, it, it I, just, I don't think it's too late. It's never too late. Sorry to cut you off, but it's, it ain't too late. Yes, sir. I believe you can do it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, what do the future hold for you next? What are you doing next? When are you back out? What's going on? February, March. Okay. I'll be back out. Um, Hopefully, with one of these guys that I just did, I named. Um, But other than that, yeah, that's it. I I want to get back in there ASAP. I'm I'm, I'm in shape already, so. Okay. Well, Well, let's pick up your new promotional team, Nova Sports. Uh, big up Napa, Napa yeah. Fitness. That's my <laughs> guy out there. Um, always sending me the. And actually, I didn't even know you was coming on the show today, but you know, I'm in communication uh, regularly with Napa, and he's always uh, letting me know what's going on within the promotional company. And he's very excited to grab you uh, as one of the new signers. And he said, "Just watch this space. Tevin's coming to take it out. Take oh, over." Oh, yo, that's a fact. <laughs> I've, been, I've been watching them um, for a little hot minute. Um. And I like his drive, you know. Definitely. And he he a hard worker, hustler, and he he gonna he gonna make he gonna make something shake. So, and I feel like that's what that's that's what I needed on my team. So. Mm. Excellent, excellent, Tevin. Yeah. Listen, you don't wanna take any more of your time. Great having you. Fantastic having you. Wish you all the best in your career. Thank and you. um, thank you for letting the UK know that you're back in this thing and you're ready to ready to rumble. We salute you, champ. Waiting for you to bring back them titles, to get back them titles. Big up yourself, yeah? Love. I appreciate it, brothers. Come on, man. Thank you, brother. Yeah. Also, big up to to the Nonito family, Nonito Donair and and Rachel Donair. They're just sending out a salute. I want to know... Nonito, did you watch the boxing yesterday? Please let us know in there. Be interested to know if you did. I'd love to hear your take on it. Um, seeing as you're well versed and a multiple weight world champion as well, I'd love to hear your take on last night's events. Um, there is tomorrow is the big press conference for Francis Ngannou, Anthony Joshua, Tundi, wow. right? And I don't know what is happening to Johnny Nelson. What's happening? Johnny Nelson's talking something. Wicked talk on Ben Davison. Oh, yeah? Bruv, he's like, it may sound like I'm hating, but I'm not. I'm telling you straight, and no one can't tell me nothing. I've been there. First time, Johnny Nelson. What is the actual issue? Well, no, he was just saying, like, Ben Davison cannot be credited for anti-Josh's progression in his last fight. Mm. That's what he was saying. And I get it to an extent what Johnny's on. And I have to big up Johnny Nelson as well because he came out um, yesterday yesterday evening um, when I was down in his area of Rotherham, which is just outside of um, Sheffield um, for um, the, the charity dinner. And may I say, I have to big up. Everyone's asking, where's Tundi? I turned up at the place. Everyone said, I said, listen, this is about Tundi. Everyone said, no, Spence, where's Tundi? Where's Tundi? Everyone, <laughs> let, me, let me tell you this, Tundi. In the Asian community, because it was 95% Asian in that place yesterday, 
mm-hmm. Asian Muslims. Our name's bigger than the thing, you know, bruv. <laughs> bruv, the amount of man, the amount of man, little kids coming who want to be boxing and all the rest of it, it was like, yeah, that youth's coming up to me, yeah, lions in the camp. I'm like, man, it's crazy, man, it's crazy, it's crazy. It's mad what we started, man, it's mad what we started. Well, but how much money was raised yesterday? Yesterday, it was in Rotherham, and yesterday, it was £130,000 that was raised yesterday, right? Wow. Wow. Now... May I add, and I have to big up, massive big up. You know what? I should have got Hamzat Chamayev on the show, you know. I wonder if we've got time to just draw for him, right? Beautiful, beautiful brother, Tundi. Really, I just see the picture when I was speaking to the to the audience. So I don't know if you saw it on your WhatsApp. Beautiful brother. Uh, he's fighting at middleweight in the UFC. And he, yeah, he, he, he made the team. He made the team boost up how he was going out and made... <laughs> anyway, Victor said, quick question, Tundi. How did your parents react when you wanted to do boxing? I think I have an idea <laughs> how they would have reacted. Smiley face. I would like to hear that from you. You know why I'm laughing so much? Because, Victor, I know that you're Nigerian. Well, <laughs> you must be Nigerian. Because you already know what the answer is. My dad is like, ah. Boxing? No, 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 no. We don't, we, we don't do boxing in our family. <laughs> we don't do boxing in our family. My dad was adamant, adamant. No boxing. We don't do boxing. We don't. I'm like, dad, dad, I want to do this. I want to do this. We started working in the office, the accountancy office, did a little VAT. But every time the door shut when my dad left the room, I was watching boxing <laughs> until until they were actually started fighting and stuff there was no support no support and then you know when things start when I became a trainer and things started to evolve even then my dad was like there's no money <laughs> where's the money there's no money you're doing this 17 18 hours a day I can't see no reward but you know as time changed as time moved on uh my dad loves it he's very proud and uh I think and I think you know it, it's really a thing for all parents you know when your child has a passion for something uh, you need to put cultural beliefs or we do this. So let, let, remember, let, your ch- let your child shine in whatever he wants to do and support him more than anything. Come on. Uh, don't wait till the m- support him or her. Don't wait till the money starts coming <laughs> before, <laughs> before you support because the child might take it the wrong way. Fortunately, fortunately, uh, my dad, uh, it's all love, you know. Um, but so yeah, Parents, parents, support your children. You know, uh, no child, every child is special and every child has a passion. Once, some people never get to, you know, live their passion. But once a passion is located or identified from a young age, parents, let's support them. Yeah? And and that's what I would say about that, Victor. Um, I mean, listen... Uh, Baba Tumbi, what's about with these people? Spence, I mean, there is a, there is a, we don't really have nothing to say about it yet because, listen, it's kind of like a downer because I think a lot of people wanted in this country, a lot of people wanted Callum to win last night. Uh, but I think what we saw last night was a performance. Uh, that like we ain't seen for a long time, especially from Betterbib. And I think people thought that 
Yeah, even me, I was like, I need to see after three rounds the effect the yard fight would have if it if it did have any effect to him. And just like I was waiting for the, the wilder fight in the first three rounds, and after the first round, really, of the wilder fight, we knew that the trilogy with Tyson Fury definitely, definitely had some effects. But Arthur showed no effects from that fight um, last January, and he actually put on a performance. Again, it's, it's who's standing in front of you. It's who's standing in front of you. Anthony Yard is a beast. Uh, Bethlehem is a beast. And that was a contest of, of two beasts. And I, as Anthony tweeted last night after the fight, or early hours of this morning, who wants to see better be of yard too? That shows you that Ant is a modern day gladiator and wants to go in there again and test his skills um, and his strength against one of the most dominant champions that we've seen. Um, in terms of, of Callum, wishing all the best. Um, we hope he gets back or whatever he, whatever decision he chooses to do. Because I hear a lot of, I've heard a lot of retirement talk uh, post fight and even pre fight. Um, I didn't actually click onto it. I tried, started watching, but I lose I lose attention very quickly. Liam Smith, with, I saw the heading something about retirement um, with regards to Callum. So I don't know when I, I heard he made a, he made a statement last night that you know he left the sea you know it takes some time off he's yearly he's usually done thing selfishly never really put thought into how his family feels I know he's due to be married in June with his long term fiance um, so that's a good thing for him uh, and maybe he might just decide to call it a day he's had a great career British com- British European. I think Commonwealth as well, champion, world champion, uh, ring magazine, super middleweight champion, full, arguably pound for pound star in Canelo Alvarez and arguably a pound for pound star in Arthur Betterby of last night. So uh, whatever decision Callum Smith chooses to make from here on, he's been uh, a great ambassador for the sport of boxing, basically because he's been respectful. And uh, respect goes a long way. Come on. Spence? Do you know what? I just read some comment on there, which, which <clears throat> I won't turn it into this, um, but I won't turn it into this. But some brother David on there, he, he's, he, he's talking some, some, some smack. I want people to realize this part here, yeah? Before anybody wants to try and question my motives behind, uh, the, the charity work that I do. <laughs> right? Right? I'm going to say this now. Right? People don't know what I do from what I don't, what I do. Like, Tundi's got a good indication of the things that I do from what I don't do. Especially within my own community and especially with my affinity with people who actually look like me around the world. That's number one. Number two is this. As Tony keeps on reminding me, be what you want to see. Now, maybe if other people were to take up the mantra of saying, well, I'm going to help other people that my affiliation is to my religious beliefs. That's number one. But it isn't. My, my thing is to... <laughs> wait, wait, wait. It's immense. Man, say, but, but listen, the, 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 carry on talking. Carry on talking. 
right. I wouldn't even hear it before I do what I'm doing. Right. No, I'm saying I'm saying more so to the fact like very similarly to the Ukraine and someone else me to come for a fundraise for the Ukraine. And I was seeing how people of color were being handled in the Ukraine. I said, I'm not helping them do nothing. And then I had to question myself and say, is that humanitarian? And I went to them. But you know what? And off of the back of that, I met somebody there um, who was eternally grateful. He was eternally grateful to this day. Right? So when you're looking at this thing of when you're saying like, well, charity, where does charity start at? My friend, I'm a human being that surpasses skin tone, sexual preference, sexuality, and religious purpose. I'm a humanitarian. And I'm going to continue to do that because I'm saying by the grace of God that me being present within one month, myself, Amir Khan, save one life, Al-Medina 313 charity, we have raised over one million pounds, right? And when you have a charity, what happens is this. A lot of these charity things is a scam. I can talk about it now. Because you get a thing called gift aid, where the government give you back whatever money that you raise, the government gives you 20% of the money. Yeah, it's kind of, I thought it was 10%. No, it's 20%. 20%, right? Yeah. Almadina and Save One Life Charity, which I got the link through Platinum Promotions, right? They give that money back to the charity to help the needy. Now, if I'm seeing something that in my mind and the rest of the world waking up to say that it's an atrocity and it's a human genocide, I'm meant to help because I'm a human being. So don't use this division thing about, oh, but what are you doing for this? What are you doing for that? It's like the man on the donkey with his kid. No matter what you do, people will never be. So don't ever try and talk to me about where I stand when it comes to this of who I represent as a human being and also my cultural identity. Because you lot ain't got no platform to talk this thing. But I know, <laughs> how, I know how I've been speaking from day dot. So I'm going to continue to help my brothers and sisters out in the Palestine. I'm going to continue that. And no one can't tell me nothing on that. And I ain't got nothing against no one. Because let me tell you this. If it was people who were practicing um, Judaism and they were getting oppressed, I'm standing on their side as well. How about that one? I am for humanity. That's the end of my rank. Mm, come on. Yeah, you know what? I posted a, a pad session with um, little Romeo and um, a little Romeo, a young boy that, and his sister that I've been training literally since they were babies. They're still babies now. They're only like 11. Uh, I think Romeo's 11. And some, and one brother, you're, the way you said it was even good because you know my my head's hot. He <laughs> said, "You see, you always promote. You're there. You're promoting uh, uh, this little young white boy. How come you don't promote no black boy in your thing? Oh my goodness gracious me, <laughs> Spencer! My head just started hurting me. Uh, but I just blocked him. I just blocked him because." It's like sometimes I feel like there's just some some brothers behind a keyboard. They just they they just put, they they put there to wind you up. They must they must you know. And I feel that sometimes you give them what's the echo business person? Your phone on. No. Yeah, I feel like sometimes if you if you respond to them, if you respond to them. <laughs> Sorry, TBG said 
AY must be white too. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's like you're giving them energy and you're taking away your own energy. So bro, I just I just brother, I just blocked him. I just blocked that brother who made that comment. You know yourself, but I'm glad again in other platforms you may not have the t- chance to even explain yourself or put your point across. And I'm glad that here on the fight is right, we have that freedom to really answer, even though we don't need to, silly, silly people like that. Um, that's what that's what makes this more than a boxing show. This ain't no, this ain't no, this is more than a boxing show. Um, and I, I, it was good to hear that, Spence, from the humanitarian Spencer Theron. Because <laughs> you ain't helping the brothers, them. <laughs> What's going on, bro? Man's on the road and you ain't even helping, man. <laughs> but yeah, listen, if you look, if, if people truly knew, knew the help Spencer has uh, afforded in his com- community, um, then we wouldn't even have stupid like that. But you know that this this always happens when we haven't really got nothing to talk about uh, in boxing. There's only one fight last night. The rest of the undercard, we was even, even Jason Maloney and all these man there. No disrespect, but we was only focused on one fight last night. It wasn't like we've had. Oh, but let us before we go. It's nine o'clock. It's just come to my mind. Next week we have Natasha Jonas taking Big on fight. Michaela Maya. She's probably in the country right now. Um, I did send Joe the link, but I know Joe must be head down focused. Maybe if you try to phone him, but nah, it's not a phone thing. I, it's I'm not a phone thing. And you know what? It's a, I it's a, Joe Gallagher. Trust me, it's a week away from the fight. It's a week away, you man. Know, it's a big, big, big fight, big night, big occasion for Natasha Jonas. Um, and and uh, it's going to be a great fight, Spence. I believe it's live on Sky Sports. There's also, um, I've got my papers, my notes here. I think, um, yeah, Jack Cullen, sorry, Jack Cullen against Zach Chelly is on the bill. Mm. Aaron McKenna versus Linus Eudopia. Now, that fight... That's a good fight, you know. I want to see that fight there, Spence. That's due to be a good fight, I'm not going to lie. Linus versus Aaron McKenna, because Aaron McKenna's on, he, he can fight a bit, mate. <laughs> I've seen him, bro. He can fight, bro. I'm, Aaron, I'm watching your Instagram. I've, I've got my eye on you, because them kind of weights there, what, what is he? I think he's a 154 or so. Joe's a 147, but um, he's, a, you know, the both brothers are good fighters, Spence. You know, I think they both yeah. Spent, yeah. spent time out yeah. in the US. Um, I think one of them even fought Devin Haney. Um, as a young amateur, I don't know if that's the same one that's fighting on Saturday night, but yeah, the, McK- the McKenna brothers are very good young fighters and um, they're looking for all the smoke, so that's a good fight. Linus Eudolfia is not going to be a pushover, gave Denzel Bentley a good fight, um, a little while back. I think he came up short against did he fight Felix Cash or someone? And his eye did puff up, he fought somebody. And they had to stop the fight for his eye. But anyway, and then obviously, John Ryder on the 27th versus Jamie Mungaya. That's going to be a good fight. I'm hoping. Remember, I'm telling you that John Ryder is going to win that fight. Yeah. All right. That will be an almighty upset because Golden Boy have put their hopes on Mungaya, hoping for Canelo Clash. Somewhere down the line, and that could happen. To me, right at this present moment, there's some negative energy on Golden Boy. 
Right? Okay. Right? I'm telling you because... Why do you say that? Look what happened to Aura Davis the other day. Yeah, but I already got signed for one fight. Come on. No, totally. Totally. There's some negative energy on there. And I think it's because of Bernard Hopkins. <laughs> you can't say that, bro. I, I, I just said it. I think it's Bernard Hopkins. <laughs> I just said it. I'm not, I can't say it. Where are we? Yeah, man, I think it's Bernard Hopkins. <laughs> bro. bro, you can't say that about Oscar. Bro, but you never know. Might be doing some business with Oscar. You can't say that. Bro, what, just because... Just because he fought, he signed O'Hara and then they lost his negative energy on him. No, totally. There's negative energy because Bernard Hopkins tried to bad up Bill and tried to push Bill like Bill some idiot. Right? <laughs> okay, okay. I can't wait to say There's some negative energy going on with that team. I'm telling you. Yeah, Stephen, Stephen. You see how these men are moving? I said, you can't say it. He said, I just said it. <laughs> <laughs> so Spencer. You know, Spencer hasn't got no decorum. Like, Spencer, he, just, is, he don't really care. He wow, really don't wow. care. <laughs> but anyway, I'm, I'm just telling you, Oscar, um, my man um, Diaz, uh, you never heard it from me. <laughs> it's not Spencer that said that. It was nothing to do with me, bro. Right. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, be up. I don't like the way be up. No, 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 no. I should get Bill on the phone for that. I, di- I didn't yeah, like it. I didn't like that. I didn't like the way, uh, uh, you know, and he pushed Bill as well. He pushed Bill. He's taking liberties. Yeah, oh, I don't like this. I'll oh, come meet me in the bathroom. That's some people talking. I'll come meet me in the bathroom. I said, brother, yeah, what's up? What's going on with? What me in the bathroom for? I don't know what up is on with. I don't know what's the matter with him. And so, yeah, um, boxing's kind of. I mean, listen, we've this. I mean, January has started really good. We've had this fight. We've got the Jonas fight next week, and then we've got the Ryder fight. So that's three good fights. Uh, three top of the bill fights in January, and then we move into February. And obviously, we at the start of February, February third, we have the the London Derby. Um, and as the fight draws nearer, Spencer, um, what's your take on the fight with Joshua? You know, I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing something. You know I mean, I'm doing something for um boxer on Tuesday um, on the fight myself Steve Bunt Spencer Oliver um, we're doing something on it and I'm saying this now I'm going to say it on the fight is right first this is about one person knowing himself and the other person having an identity crisis mm. right okay Right, and that is. I could elaborate. I could elaborate. Elaborate. Here is one. Here is one man that is stuck in styles of who he wants to fight like. Okay. Right. Right? Do you want to fight like Evander Holyfield or do you want to fight like Andre Ward? Right. Uh, Do you want to have the finesse and have the sharpness and the boxing uh, beauty of Andre Ward, which wasn't too crowd pleasing? Right? Or do you want to go back to who you truly identified with and there were similarities made for you, with you, about being this hot-headed guy who wants to stay in the pocket and throw shots a la Evander Holyfield? There's a lot of similarities between the two. So I think that you've been kind of caught in between the two to know your fighting style. Right? Doesn't mean that you're not a great fighter, you haven't accomplished great things. It just means that there's still an identity crisis there. With Dan Aziz, there's no identity crisis. Dan Aziz knows who he is. Dan Aziz knows that he is 
meat and gravy, right? He's authentic fundamentals. There is, there's, there is a lot of steak, but not a lot of sizzle. But the steak tastes good. So there lies the difference in this fight. Do we expect Joshua Bryson to come out victorious? Yes, we do expect Joshua to come out victorious because he's meant to. But stranger things have happened and bigger things and big with bigger gulfs in, 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 in being one-sided or being an overwhelming favorite have happened right throughout professional boxing. So to me, Tundi, it is about who can dominate their, who can impose, they won't dominate, but who can impose their will better. And the person that can always dominate their, impose their will better is the one without the identity crisis. If Joshua Bratzi is to win this fight, he must not have an identity crisis. Right? He's got to be solely on what he's meant to do. Because, and I'm just being real, and this is something that I've said to him, so it's not me speaking behind his back. Um, when he's been in certain fight, he, especially since signing back with Sky, he has not overly impressed me. Not saying he hasn't got in a bag, but he hasn't over impressed me. And it's been a kind of stop, start, stop, start, stop, start with him. One thing I give Dan Aziz is being a consummate professional, not only in his fighting style, but in the fact that he has had continuity, he's fought regular, and he's sustained that. I like the fact that he's working with Buddy McGurk. I also like the fact that he's working with um, Larry Akandayo, um, former professional fighter who I used to manage. But Larry knows boxing. But what I am going to say is this. If it comes to a gunfight, then I could see Joshua Boatsy coming out victorious. But if it comes to an over-out thinking fight, even though he's the more experienced of the two, that methodical movement of Dan Aziz could maybe cause an upset. I'm not going to call out what I believe is going to happen because it's too early for that. But, you know what I mean? This is, this is not an easy fight. Okay. How is a fighter supposed to go into the biggest fight of his career if your trainer is fighting somebody of the same weight in another country? Mm. But... When we're saying that, most of his work that he's doing is actually with Larry Kandayo and not with Buddy McGurk. So then, so then, so then, so then Buddy's not the trainer. Well, yo, he's got two trainers. But me, yo, I'm going to be real with you, you know. I would get rid of Buddy McGurk for this fight, you know, and just work with Larry Kandayo. Like, it just, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> I don't know, maybe. It's like, bro, why, why are you man just giving these man money for nothing? <laughs> You're just giving them free money. It just makes no sense. Like I'm like, uh. <laughs> you just knock someone on the head or, or something. You just say that, bro. Come on, man. You just this thing ain't complicated. Mm. You pay a teacher to be there with you, mm. or, or what you do. It like it just I don't see like this is a big fight. Dan is 
like I, I, I love them. You get what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> one of the time, uh, uh, boxing, <laughs> boxing, eighty four, boxing, eighty four. Said, but this guy is straight to crack. <laughs> I'm thinking now. What kind of energy are you bringing into the contest in a few weeks? Mm. Like that's how I just break it down. Like it just, it just don't make sense to me. And I just feel at this moment in time, you know, uh, again, this is where people have to just, you know, people make their own decisions. But I'm like. Wouldn't it be better to just be based with someone that you're with 24-7? You know, especially now this is a is a serious fight. Because the thing is, like I spoke about this the other day, it's like you don't need to be going into these massive fights with excuses. If you get beat, if you get beat, you say, you know what? I'm just beaten by the better man. Simple as. But it's just confusing to me, and I, I just never understand it. And uh, regardless, I'm not going to give any prediction on the fight. Uh, I think Spencer, your outlook on the fight is very spot on. You know, it's I don't know about the identity thing though. I don't know about that. I I I, I, I don't think I read too much into it. But you know, uh, JG energy is a real thing, as you said. But I'm like, this is a big fight. Probably the toughest fight of Dan Z's career. Not probably, definitely the toughest fight of his career. And I would have thought that Dan would have, you know, Dan's a kind of guy, he's an easygoing guy and he, he puts in all the maximum effort, maximum effort. I just like, but when I'm going into war, when I'm going into war, I want everything in my favour. <laughs> That's all. You understand? I just want everything in my favour. So... Uh, that's not to say Buddy's very experienced, been in the world in the corner with so many legendary and great fighters, uh, great fighter himself. People forget that. So I guess you can't really buy that experience. Um, well, you can buy him because he's getting his money. <laughs> you can buy him, he's getting his money. But I'm just a close man. I want these guys next to me when I'm training, when I'm leaving the gym tired. There's no break. There's no break. And you know, now you got to go. I mean, Buddy's done this before because I remember before he fought Kovalev, before we fought Kovalev, one of his fighters, I think they may have died in the ring. Yeah, they died, bro. Yeah, one of his fighters died in the ring and then he bought that, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm just different. But regardless, it's going to be a great London derby. Uh, both of them know each other. And I've said sometimes... Uh, the worst thing is when you've been broken up a man in sparring over the years because come fight night, he really knows what you got. And he's yeah. not going to be surprised. There's not going to be no element of surprise. It's like, ah, cool. You used to do that to me when the lights ain't on. Now the lights are on. <laughs> it's a different thing. So we're waiting to see. Very exciting. Um, and let's see uh, who inevitably comes out the winner. Unfortunately, um, I don't know. I say, unfortunately, you never know. See how Ant feels. Um, we would have loved to be at the fight, but we're due to fight the week after, February the 10th. So we'll mm. see uh, uh, what occurs. We've had a few pullouts, which is nothing new, but I'm sure the matchmakers will get everything because we're ready to rock and roll. So uh, Ant is ready and, uh, and and we'll see where it goes. I think after that, so you've got February the 3rd, February the 10th, 
Can you think of anything that's after that? Uh, Teofimo Lop- Lopez is coming back. I know that, Spence. I don't, I'm not too sure on the date, though. Um, but that's going to be a good fight, you know. Uh, Jamie Ortiz versus Teofimo Lopez. That Because remember the performance uh, Ortiz put in against Lomachenko? Yeah, it was um, a proper performance. Um, um, and let us not forget, we'll be remiss if we were not to mention the super fight, the undisputed. Uh, ah, I see it there. You know that the energy thing's real. Gus, <laughs> February the 17th, the great Tyson Fury versus the great Alexander Usyk. We are going to have the Super Bowl of the heavyweight division, the first undisputed heavyweight title fight in how many years, the knowledge? Um, first since, and I'll tell you when it was, it was the 13th of November, 1999, Evander Holyfield versus Lennox Lewis. That was there. Anyway. The knowledge. I, we're, not, we're, not, we're not pressing, we're not going on the Google site and typing in boxrec.com. Come on. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's a real knowledge. Um, so yeah, really looking forward to that fight. Tyson's taking it serious. I think the um, all sparring partners have had to sign um, NDA NDAs. Well, no, everyone's serious right now. So it's gonna be good, Spence. It's gonna be a fight. It is really, really, really looking forward to. And credit to. Um, his Excellency Turkey Al Sheikh for putting on another magnificent fight. So basically, Anthony Joshua will be fighting Francis Ngannou the following month, right? Is that right? Uh, yep. And the press conference is tomorrow. And yes. I'll, and I'm going to go down there. Maybe get some little bits, but I'm going to go down there all the same um, because we're meant to go down there. And you know, so it go. Master is spent so okay, he's not yamming nothing. No, you know what? I'm gonna be real with you. Um, whereas people say, No, oh, no, people are inboxing me, no, you shouldn't be eating. I'm saying I should be because it's our thing, and that's like it's like gimmick. But they'll say, No, you shouldn't be eating. And it wasn't that last week, and there's certain times I'm too comfortable with you guys because this is comfortability. I will eat because I like eating, and it's like it's become a little bit of a gimmick, but I like eating a lot. I'm not going to lie to you. But when certain people say, no, I don't like it. When certain people in with, I, I actually don't like it. Then I'm saying, I want to respect the people that jump in on and say they actually don't like it. I will nibble on certain times, but like, as you listen, for the last month, I've been on the road every weekend on fundraisers. So it's right. So it's been from the end of Christmas, the end of, end of, end of December, well, the middle of December all the way to this time. So it's been four weeks constantly. I haven't been out indoors, so when I do get back in, I wanna I want that home cooking, especially when I come in on a Sunday, right? I want that home cooking. So when it's there and I've got to do the show as well, people don't understand. I rush back from the places that I am to make sure that I do the show. So when I've got to eat, I've got to eat. Otherwise, I'm gonna buy it is what it is. But yeah, you know how it goes. <laughs> and yeah, the toothpick thing was just a wild up tundi because tundi stick thing is just a wild up tundi. But yeah, I think that's about it, Tun. That's it, man. Listen, man, it's been yeah. a, a good one, quick one. Nothing really to talk about. 
Uh, again, um, great effort by Callum Smith last night. Um, wish him nothing but the best, but we have to give respect to a dominant, dominant light heavyweight champion in Arto Betabiev. And um, let us make the super fight. Turkey, I'll shake. Let's get this thing cracking. I can't play. Personally, I can't see it happening in April. Um, what? The better be of against people. I can't see that happening so quick. Totally, totally, totally. If Manda said that, I'll Turkey, I'll shake. I'll ask you to stop eating foods. I stop, bro. Turkey, I'll shake. Don't control nothing, but you want to throw some money our way. I'll, I'll stop eating. But um, uh, I can see it happening then. And the reason why, because Turkey is, 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 is dashing peas at this tington. So, we wouldn't have believed that certain fights wouldn't be happening at a certain time. Can you just clarify what bashing peas is? Bashing money at the thing. We've been clarifying. Not everybody can speak street language. Totally. It's totally. Turkey Al-Sheikh is dashing peas. He's trying peas. What does that mean, bro? You can't just come out with a real language and not explain yourself. Okay. Well, he's frying money at the thing. So if he's frying right, one of my big clients are following me right now. Turkey Al Sheikh is throwing money at the thing and he's making things happen. Right? We would have never have believed that we would have got the show that we got last month. Right? With Deontay Wilder versus Parker, Andy Joshua Walling. You know what I mean? Big Baby Miller versus Daniel Dubois. You would never thought that you'd get that show like that, just like that. So these things are happening, man. We're gonna, it's, 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 trust me, it's a great time right now. It's a great time. Tyron Booth says Ramadan is in March and April. Therefore, Bob Aram has said it is happening three months after Ramadan. Struggle will happen in June or July. That is very interesting. Well, it's still a great time to happen, right? Because both, both Bivol, both Bivol and um, Batavia are both Muslims, right? So they will observe. I believe they'll be observing Ramadan, right? So okay, then maybe that's not going to happen, but it will happen. Like summertime is a great time for it to happen. Mm. But I want you to know that like, summertime in Saudi is nuts, you know. Mm. So if, you, if, you, if you went to Saudi in that time, you'll come back being a you'll come back being a, a bantamweight, <laughs> <laughs> black black bantamweight as well. Because <laughs> I get toasted out there. Um, yep, yeah, Spence. I think that's it. Thank you for joining. Wait, uh, you, okay. Yeah. Thank everyone for joining us. Uh, AAB developed Stephen Lawrence big up Steve another up and coming trainer uh, he's doing his bits textbook puncher one Alfie Black um, his excellency makes exceedingly good fights true true come true on. we want to keep that going Jose uh, R10 double N come on Wumo Fire JK Better Life Goldie uh, Edna Good Guzzy Tyrone Booth King Reds, Wagwan King, Wagwan Reds. The man's them. Yeah, you got to big up the man's them on the roads. Right, big up the, the big barber Reds. Um, Ace One, Steve Bailey, Air Force 286, Snaps. Again, King Reds. Daniel J. Bolting, Damien Charles. I mean, listen, it, it's just, hey, the bishop's there. Oh, type the bishop. He's saying Callum Smith v. AY. Again, it's AYV, whoever. Stop disrespecting the man. 
And I don't know if Callum wants that. Like, Callum, uh, you know, I heard his brother say that he wants to be a... Um, uh, he's always wanted to, you know, his goal was to become a two-weight world champion. It's a tough loss for him to take last night. Um, so we just have to assess it. But I just mean, there's just some great fights at light heavyweight domestically that can end up being for world titles, providing that the better be a bivol fight takes place and then uh, the belts become fragmented. And then what you have is a, a whole lot of belts around and people can fight for them. You know, uh, one of those fighters may go up, or if not both of them go up to the weight above and challenge themselves. So uh, this year is a very, very interesting year uh, specifically for the light heavyweight, division, light heavyweight division. And a lot of fights may take place and could take place. We've already got, I would say, the first domestic great one uh, this year happening uh, February the 3rd. So yeah, you know, Craig Richards is back in the scene. New trainer, new manager, new team. Um, so Craig's got to be in a mix. My bridge and Shaq and Pitters up there in Brummy. He ain't out of the game yet. He's saying he's ready for all the smoke. He's ready to test himself. Money's got to be right. And he's good to go. You still got Lyndon Arthur there. You got the young guns coming up. Ezra, Taylor. Yeah. A, a, a good young man, good young fighter, fresh. Um, he's not that young, actually. He's 29, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's 29. But he's young in terms of, you know, competition and fight-wise. Looks the part, speaks well, very athletic. Uh, we've got, we got um, Benjamin Whitaker, good fighter, a former Olympian, entertaining you either love him or you hate him, but I don't know why you'd be hating him because he's only winning and he's he's only giving uh, the, the the fans what they want. Um, so there's Ben Whitaker up there. There's there's so many fighters in the light heavyweight division in this country, and I think we have a couple of young boys um, and the elite guys. The elite guys in this country, I would say, are Callum, obviously Ay, Dan Aziz, Joshua Boatsi. Craig Richards, Lyndon Arthur. Have I forgot anyone? That's six, Spence. No, that's enough. You know why it's enough? Because I'm going to my bed, bro. I've had a... I've, I've, <laughs> yeah, you know, anyway... Three-hour matinee, um, fight his rights. I'm going to my bed, bro. I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, I know you got... You had the thing last night, so yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> Ladies and Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we will end it because Spencer, Richard Rapport is a cruiserweight. Uh, he's not live rate. But yeah, there's some good facts. Ladies and gentlemen, let us end the show in exactly the same way we started it. In the magical words of dream it, believe it, become it. Come on up. Come up there. And the mercy. <laughs> What's with this lot of mercy business? <laughs> right, if you get a dance or something. <laughs> Good night, good night. Sports Social Podcast Network.